0: Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hello, everyone. Hey, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Warriors Arise podcast. If you are just finding out about us, I would like to encourage you at this very moment, go back and take a listen to some or all of our first 22 episodes. I know, isn't this exciting? We've tackled topics such as addiction, our identity and struggles with that, comparison, power of our words. Gosh, we always kind of come back to that that one. And forgiveness, So all kinds of things. So I encourage you to go and check out some of those past episodes of ours and share them with friends. It's always a great way to build community and while getting your freedom. So let's talk about today. Today in studio with me are co-founders of Warriors Arise, Susie Hansen and Stephanie Reed. Hello, Hello, everybody. everybody. Hey. So glad you're with us today. Yes. Okay. I didn't tell you guys I was going to do this, but Stephanie. Stephanie. Yes. Share with us three words that describe you right now today. Oh, that's I know, a right?
1: good one. <laughs> On the spot. Thanks, Jane. On the Jane. spot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Three <laughs> words that describe me is... Man, that's a good one. thank you for
2: that.
0: <laughs> Those are great, great, from great three words. susie what are three
2: words? Three words that describe you today? Okay, this is two words, but it's one okay. beautifully broken. Ah, uh, oh, that's so good. Oh goodness! <laughs> Thanks. Lori. I know this, this is so, so fun. fun. This is fun. Um, God. The restoration. Oh yeah. Good. That's a good, good, one. good. and excited.
0: Ah yay. Okay, that's a good. <laughs> okay. Stephanie. Okay. <laughs> We're coming back.
2: I'm going to say
1: obedient. Ah, nice. Yeah. I'm going to say flawed. Uh-huh. Are we all Yes? <laughs> and I am going to say an expectant. Uh-huh. Because I'm always waiting to see what God has next. Yes. And I want to be Ooh. in that moment. So good. At all times.
0: Oh, I love that. Great job, guys. What about you, Jay? No, no, no. Yeah, moving, no on. Moving, on. There. moving on. Moving on. my <laughs> on. from Jane. Uh, it's only fair. Okay. Let's see. Today, I am in anticipation, again, of what God's going to do. Like, yes. I just, yeah. So I'm seeking Him out today. Joyful. So I'm always trying to, you know, stay positive. So I'm joyful today. And then I also am, let's see, another one. I thought something was just going to come out of my mouth, but it didn't. Uh, yeah, let's let's see. See. How does that feel?
2: I know,
0: right? <laughs> Definitely being on the spot. Huh? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I am also, gosh. I am trying to be honoring today. That's a good one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going with that. I'm gonna try.
2: Try. To. Oh I'm
0: gonna try. Yeah. try. I mean, I'm gonna attempt it. That's good. You know, just in like conversations and just even with my thoughts about people that challenge me, yes. I'm going to remember, you know what, I have to honor them. Yeah. And that comes from a book that I'm reading, but just keeping everyone everyone I see to remember that they are created in God, like God loves them. And even though I'm a little cranky with them, (laughs) I still need to honor them because God loves them. I need to love them in my own way. And they are image bearers. They are
2: image bearers. Stephanie, I was kind of talking about that before you arrived this morning, Mm. that, you know, we don't always know or understand a person's story yeah, or where they've come from or what shaped them. Right. So, honoring somebody and where they may have been and giving them grace yeah yep my husband said on a recent podcast if you start
1: with
0: love it will always end in love oh that's good yeah
2: love covers all gosh
0: that's really good you know if we could enter conversations with that in mind you know any conversation that's good yeah well that's not really what That's we're here talking about today. today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, today though, we are talking about fear. Ah, mm. yeah. You know, something we never deal Experience. with. Experience. Never, never. never. Yeah. Right, Mm-mm, right. <laughs> Lots of sarcasm there. Um, <laughs> fear. I ran across this. This is one of Joyce Meyer's saying. You just got to love Joyce. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Oh, so true. I know. False evidence. False And why do we evidence. fall victim to it every single <laughs> time? I know, right? Yes, every single
2: time. Every time. Because we're control freaks. Yeah. And we can, if we can't control a situation or maybe that fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's we're not good. talking about fear of spiders and snakes. Those are right, not right. false evidence. Those right. are real. You see a spider. Yes. yes. <laughs> you can have a real fear. Respect that fear. Yes. And right. kill the spider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, exactly. Now there's
1: a thing called rational fear and irrational, irrational fear. Yeah. Right. Irrational fear would be more of the snakes false. and spiders of things yeah. that you do see. Yep. But the irrational fear is the the programming, the false beliefs right. that we have in our head mm-hmm. from yeah. traumatic experiences. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. I also ran across this I wanted to share kind of up front. The enemy fear is the enemy's favorite tool. In the toolbox of schemes he uses to steal, kill, and destroy. God's good plan for us.
2: Wow. That's a powerful statement right mm-hmm. there. Would you read that
0: again? Yes. So, fear is the enemy's favorite tool. In the toolbox of schemes he uses to steal, and kill, and destroy God's good plan for us.
2: Man, that's good. That reminds me of Second uh, Timothy
0: 1, mm-hmm. 7,
2: where the Bible talks about that God did not give us a spirit of fear. Right. And so that kind of tells us with that yeah. being the enemy's number one... Favorite tool. Right. So mm-hmm. it's that false evidence Yeah. real. God gave us a spirit of power yes, and of love and of a sound mind. Right. And so yeah, we're gonna kind of yeah. talk about how to yeah. squash that spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. And walk in that spirit of mm-hmm. power, loving a sound mind today. Yes, I love that. When you were talking about it being mm-hmm. a tool in his toolbox, yeah. This
1: is what I like to tell people whenever they're feeling some form of spiritual oppression, is that the enemy cannot hurt you physically, he can only scare you. Ooh. And oh, then what yeah. we do with that fear oh, is so when we get hurt. Uh-huh. So I think it's so important to know that's on your good. journey to development yeah. is that the enemy cannot physically hurt you.
0: That's right. powerful. That is powerful. He can
1: only scare you. And that's why it's called false evidence appearing real.
2: Right. right. Mm-hmm. And that's where we got to know where to pick up our power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To take those thoughts captive and realize what's real. Mm -hmm. Because the enemy has tools, but guess what? So does Jesus. All right.
0: Yes. And his are always more powerful. Yes. Yeah. The weapons may be formed, Mm -hmm. but they will not Mm -hmm. prosper. Prosper. That's right. That's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So, Stephanie, as always, you brought a list of things that we can, how we can deal with some fear, right? Yeah, always. Yeah, I love these. I love these because I am like you. I, I want those practical steps. What is it that I can practice each day when I do identify fear? Now, what do I do with it?
1: You know. Awesome. Well, first, let's back up a little bit and yeah. first talk the difference between what is fear? Because there's different levels of fear. Yeah. So let's talk about when fear is actually in our benefits. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about, Mm -hmm. if you can believe that. Yeah, right. Let's talk about what fear is and the extreme fear, what we call phobias. Yeah, okay. Because there's so much that lies in between all of those. Yep. Because fear is a natural emotion that protects people from harm when they face real imminent danger.
0: Right. Right. So, Like that teeny tiny spider that I am convinced (laughs) is going to kill me. Healthy fear. (laughs) Or not. Yes. Or not. (laughs) Yes.
1: But there is. There's moments when you're approaching a situation where you know you shouldn't get into and you feel your heart rate kind of jump Mm -hmm. out of your neck. Now, sometimes that is false evidence, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it is your body telling you you should probably turn around or maybe call somebody on your phone while you're walking down the street by yourself. Something like that. Yeah. But then a phobia twists the normal response, the normal fear response, the Mm -hmm. healthy one, into something that is persistent and difficult or impossible to control. Mm -hmm. So that's when you take things to the extreme. Yeah.
0: Right. And that is what happens. It's like we can, I think God provides us opportunities to learn and to practice the power and love and the sound mind, but the enemy likes to take us to the extremes either way, either way. And it's crazy. I think the key is identifying that that is fear. And then it's, okay, so now what do I do with it? Right. Yeah, so...
1: Have you guys ever, that you would classify as a phobia, have you ever been to that extreme before? Mm-hmm. Or do you feel like you have just kind of surfaced the fear? Because, you know, you can be paralyzed by fear, but it not be a phobia. But it can quickly turn right. into a phobia whenever it changes your lifestyle to manage it.
2: Yeah. I've definitely been paralyzed by fear in situations. I wouldn't say, fortunately, that it hasn't been a phobia. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think I have either. And I think as I get older... I can deal with certain fears that I guess could have let, you know, go into a phobia type of situation. But I deal with them better. Like, I am honestly am thinking of, like, bugs and snakes and mice and stuff. I mean, that that Mm -hmm. used to, like, I used to really, really be scared of those things. But now that I'm older, I think I understand there's not that big of a threat. You know, like, a spider really is not. I mean, unless it's like a poisonous spider that's going to bite me, but the spider itself just crawling on a wall is not. Going
1: it's probably to... actually more afraid of you because right. you're like thirty thousand yeah. times bigger than it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but there for a while, I really could get very, very scared, but not to the point where I like had to change my like lifestyle around it. Right, and
1: that's the key word. What for you listeners out there? What are you afraid of right now? And have you had to change your lifestyle to manage it? That would be an indicator that you truly could have a phobia. And that would be something I would encourage you to go to see a counselor for. Yeah. Help them talk to you about that because you should not, it should not control you to that degree.
2: Right. Right. Like, for example, I mean, outside of bugs. Right. (laughs) <laughs> a friend of mine had a really bad car accident at an intersection, and, I mean, she was T-boned and left it in a wheelchair oh, for a few God. months. It was a very traumatic experience for her, and it took her, gosh, months and months and months to be able to drive through that intersection again. Wow! She would actually drive out of her way to keep uh, from going through that intersection. Yeah. Yeah. And a few years back, I worked in a crisis shelter for women who had been victims of human trafficking. And there were certain streets that I wouldn't be able to drive down because they would Mm -hmm. have a memory. You know, Mm -hmm. something happened Mm -hmm. to them along that way. And so that can be the kind of paralyzing fear that we can talk about, too. Mm -hmm. And you kind of touched on that. If you're changing your life to kind of go around it. Those are a couple of examples.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I think a first step would just to be
1: is identifying it. Yeah. Because you have to be self-aware of what that fear is or a phobia. Mm-hmm. And then, as Susie was mentioning earlier, what she wants to hit on is triggering. What yes. triggers mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Because you don't know to take another street until you're triggered. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. So, Susie, why don't you hit on the triggers for us? Mm-hmm. Like, what are triggers, and why do they seem to control
2: us the way they do? Well, a trigger reminds us of a traumatic experience. If you've been a victim of rape, Mm -hmm. there could be things about that rape. Um, A certain smell, Mm -hmm. um, a room in in a house. Maybe it happened in your house, in that particular room. Mm -hmm. can cause anxiety, and the heart to pick up and start Mm -hmm. racing. That's a sign that you're being triggered of a traumatic memory. Yeah.
0: Even a date, like uh, the anniversary of a date, yes, that is a trigger for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, loss of a loved one, Mm -hmm.
2: or even a traumatic experience happening on that certain date. Yeah, you may start to realize, and you don't understand why you're starting to have a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. and and, and just this feeling of doom, and you're not sure why. Yeah, it becomes really important in those moments when you're feeling that to stop. And maybe ask yourself, mm-hmm. face it, yeah, you know, and yeah. ask yeah. yourself, what yeah. what's going on? Right. Because what is our first tendency is to just try to shove it down mm-hmm. or get over mm-hmm. it or, yep. or go the other way. Oh, let's just think about something else, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and we yep. can't fix it if we're not doing that. Right. So, that's kind of what a trigger is. Mm-hmm.
1: So the first step mm-hmm. is to identify and do self-exposure therapy
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by, by stepping
1: into it. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to share an example of what I've done in the past, and it was, Completely humiliating for me, but I knew I had to do it. It was self exposure therapy.
0: Wow. Okay, I just want to say that is, that's one thing I admire about you. Like, you're going to do it. If you know it will get you to the other side, you're just, you're just no. doing it. And I would be like, mm, is there any way I can get around this? Well, I've been sad not think about it for a very long time. All right?
2: Well, so we're really... not obedient well, immediately yes
1: yeah, <laughs> but so yeah. I've always had the fear of intimacy yeah you know emotional physical all the above because of the sexual abuse that I encountered mm-hmm. and so when I got married mm-hmm. I thought that would just go away right. but obviously it didn't yeah and so I've talked about that on previous podcasts yeah. but because of my embarrassment factor, I did not I mean, I changed in my closet up until like six years into the marriage
0: Wow. because of just yeah. that
1: shame and that embarrassment and that feeling dirtiness. So one self-exposure therapy mm-hmm. step that I took mm-hmm. was to get boudoir photos. Oh. <laughs> right? <Wow. laughs> you laugh, but it was I'm hard. So it was embarrassing, hard. but it was liberating all at the same time. Wow. Because for those of you who are not familiar with boudoir photos, uh-huh. you you know, have to dress all... Sexy and weird. (laughs) 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 Weird. (laughs) To me, it was weird at the time. Yeah. And so I had a couple of my friends help me because I did not have the strength to do it by myself. Yeah. And, you know, that's super easy for a lot of women, but it was terrifying for me. Wow. And it wasn't just terrifying doing it, but it was terrifying even showing my husband those photos. Oh,
0: right. Yes. But I
1: knew that. If I could do that, then it was one step closer for me to get comfortable in my skin. Uh huh. That's good. And it was one step closer for me to do something. For my husband that I physically couldn't do in the moment. And so that was one step that I took. And it wasn't the only step I needed to take, but it was an exposure, literally. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) literally. (laughs) But I was so proud of myself after that. My (laughs) friends were proud of me. And I don't like to still look at them, but I'm just saying that was a good first step. So what is it for you? What is one step of self-exposure you could take in an area that you are terrified of?
2: Wow. That's, that's good. good. Something that's always been paralyzing for me is just talking. Maybe it's public speaking. A lot of people mm. are afraid of public speaking, yeah. but I'm called to, mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. And so to have a paralyzing fear when you're called to public speaking yeah. is not a good thing. Yeah. And why? It's fear of rejection, fear yeah. of what other people are going to think. Yes. So that's the underlying yeah. thing. It's yes. fear-based and yes. it's the enemy trying to. Yep. use that as a tool to keep me from what God's called me yes. to do. Yeah. And so for me to overcome that, it's doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting in front of people and it's preaching the message that God has put on my heart. Right. And so that it's is really hard. It's and so hard doing things like live videos yeah, yes. or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's I get it's uncomfortable. So yeah. Scared, yeah. yeah, you know, and it's like, just don't think it, just do it really fast. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like rip the bandaid off yeah right. just right. do it. I think many uh, of us
1: can relate
0: to that. Yeah, yeah. I, you made up a really good point that like fear is the underlying issue, but it can have so many different faces. That's right. You know, it could be fear of different things, and we can identify that part. You know, like public speaking, and you can avoid that, but if you don't understand that underneath that is a fear that that really has to be addressed. You know, if you don't deal with that part, and we talk about that a lot, if you don't deal with the root issue, then you're not really going to see that freedom. You're not really going to walk into that. But it's understanding that it could be a fear of public speaking, but there's something else underneath. Under it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's getting to that, going deeper and deeper and understanding. And that's a fear yeah.
2: itself is to dig. Yes. Yeah. And we shared yeah. some extreme examples here, hmm. but maybe you're afraid to go outside at night to take your trash out. Right. Because it's dark outside. Yeah. You know, maybe you're afraid to get in your car and go to the store. Mm-hmm. It, oh, yeah. It, it can be. So many different things. It may feel small, but if it's paralyzing you. Right. Or you're altering your life because of it, Mm -hmm. then it needs attention. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I found the top six reasons
1: that women are afraid in this world. Would y'all like to hear them? Yes. All right. So number one is the fear of being alone. So can we relate to that?
0: Yeah. I can. Yeah, yeah I can't can tell too. too,
1: because we again, we were made for a community, so it doesn't have to mean the right. opposite sex right, right, and it just means we were made for companionship. we were made for yeah. community, so yeah. the fear of being alone, and I see that a lot of that with empty nesters, yeah, you know they're used to having their children around or mm-hmm. their family of whatever degree that is, and then when they're gone, right that fear of being alone sets in, mm-hmm. so that's a trigger for a lot of people,
0: yep. yeah yeah yeah.
1: The second one is a fear of
2: not being successful. Oh, sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, when I hear something crazy is sometimes we're afraid of being successful. True.
0: Yes. And isn't that crazy? Like the enemy will twist it. Yeah. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. a perfect example of that, too. Yes. Yeah. That's when we kind of start sabotaging. That's right. We're we're doing really, really good. Yeah. And then we start sabotaging. Yeah. Because it's like,
2: oh, no, what do I do with this? This is too scary. What if I fail? Well, and also where we see it, too, where the enemy
1: comes in is when women are successful, he attacks their marriages. Yeah. Because it is a threat because men were created to provide, to Mm. conquer. Mm. And then when women rise to that degree, Mm. it's, Mm. I mean, it's a play day for Oh, yes, it is. Yep. Next one is a fear of missing out. (laughs) FOMO. I recently shared in a talk that I did that I never had FOMO, but I had FOLO. The fear of losing out.
0: No, that's good. No.
1: Because to me, fear of missing out seemed a little bit more temporary. That yeah. oh, if I miss out on something, it'll come back around another oh, time. Sure. But fear of losing out seems so much more permanent. Oh
0: right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that fear of rejection. Like yes. why wasn't I invited to that? Or why didn't I know about that? Or scrolling whatever. social media and seeing so, oh. you know, all your friends together. Yeah. You no,
2: know, you didn't get an invite. Or uh, Yeah. Why wasn't I invited? Yeah. It's <laughs> like oh, not good enough. Yeah.
1: The fear of loss. Ugh which mostly comes down to the loss of somebody that you love.
2: Yeah. The fear of loss. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And I can relate to that because I remember having <clears throat> dreams and just randomly crying
2: mm-hmm. of the, over the thought of losing my mom, even though she's oh, not gone. Right. Yeah. I think for moms too, it's very common fear of losing a child. Yeah. You run in there because you haven't heard from them in a while. If they're a baby, especially oh, just sure. Are you still breathing? Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. rolls over to the next one with fear of threats. Yeah. especially,
1: especially oh, with right. mothers what if this hurts my child what if yeah. so therefore i'm never going to allow my child to explore or to experience life because of the oh, fear yes. of what could happen to them yeah right. or yeah. the fear of just anything dangerous happening to them like what if i get in my car and drive will i be sideswiped? Mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. if
2: yep the what don't if. climb the tree you might fall out and break a bone yeah you know yep. so yeah. we don't let our kids be kids, mm-hmm. and it's so important mm-hmm. to let them be kids. You yeah. know,
0: sure,
2: yeah. From the time my youngest son was a baby, wasn't a Christian when my older children were little, or I would have done this for them too. But with my youngest, I've prayed a hedge of protection around them, mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. since he was born. Yeah, yeah. And he's 15 now, <laughs> and I think of all the things that skirted. I'm like, whoa, I'm so glad we pray hedge protection every yeah, right day. Yeah. You know, because he's a boy and he is all boy. Yeah. And not as stressful for that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of a positive thing that you can do when yeah. you have that kind of fear, particularly. is just yeah. asking God to protect your children.
0: Yeah. You know? And then trust God with that. That's right. Yeah. You mentioned like as a parent and letting your children be children, you know, and get out and play and do all that because you want them to to be children. So have that experience. But think of God is doing that same thing to us as adults, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, I want you to have the abundant life that I have given you. Go out and live it out. Don't live in fear. That's what he's saying to us, too. Don't be afraid to try new things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Don't be afraid to step into the unknown because God is there too.
2: Yes. And you know what? You might fail. Oh. And that is okay. Because if you're not failing, you're not taking risks. Yeah. If you're failing, Mm -hmm. you know, I tell people all the time failure is a stepping stone on the way to success. Absolutely. Failure is okay. It's not a bad thing. And I think we become so fearful of Failure that we don't even try. Mm -hmm. You're right.
0: It's paralyzing. It is paralyzing. Sometimes we
2: live. Sometimes we learn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's right. That's good. Mm -hmm. So I say, what did you learn? Yeah. From your mistake. Exactly. What are we going to take from it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now let's move forward. Take that with us into the future. Yep. That's right. And the last one is the fear
1: of not being perfect. So I think just as women in general, and what society paints. Yes. Society paints a picture of this. Like, you must look a certain way. You must make a certain amount of money. Your children must be
0: highly Mm -hmm. esteemed in their classes
1: and sports. Right. You know, you must be the perfect, you know, homeschool mom. Yeah. You must be perfect. Mm -hmm. And that all
2: comes down to image. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fear of how people are going to see you.
0: Yeah. In comparison.
2: Oh, man. What a trap that is. Yes. (laughs) That's one of our podcasts. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: We should go back and listen to that. (laughs) Um. Uh, yeah. Did you have something you wanted to share? I see well, you got your notes in your hand. You're I ready. I do. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> well, I think it's important because, you know, maybe
2: we haven't touched on a fear that you battle with because there are mm-hmm. so many. There's such a wide spread of different kinds of fears. Yeah. I think it's important, though, that you start to pay attention to your body when you start getting that racy feeling in your heart. or mm-hmm. You start feeling warmer. Sweaty hands. Yeah. What is that in you? Mm-hmm. And, and just take a minute to be mindful of what's going on in your That's body. Mm-hmm. Identify what it is and begin to face it. Yeah. The next thing that you can do is I don't think we can stress this enough, mm-hmm. but the power of our words yes. and our thoughts. Yes. So we can't control that first thought that comes into our mind. And so you get this thought of fear, doom and gloom, Mm -hmm. something bad, Mm -hmm. what you do with that thought is what matters. Right. So at this point, you have a choice. You can either continue on with that thought and go down Mm -hmm. that rabbit trail and find yourself swirling out of Mm -hmm. control Mm -hmm. in anxiety and fear, Mm -hmm. or you can take that thought captive. Yep. Whether you take it captive immediately or maybe you've gotten 10, 20 steps down the road, that's okay. Right. You can take it captive in that moment. Yeah. And begin to think positive things. Mm -hmm. You know, remember, fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. And it's the enemy's greatest Mm -hmm. tool. Yep. And so remind yourself of that. Right. Is this real? Mm
0: -hmm. That's a great question.
2: Yeah. Right. Is this real? Ask yourself these questions. Maybe you just need to take a second and get yourself grounded. Mm -hmm. And so just do an exercise of deep breathing. Breathe in deep slowly. And then even longer, exhale out. Yeah, that's good. Research shows that deep breathing actually forces your body to physically calm mm-hmm. itself. Yeah, and so it does. Yeah, this will help you slow your heart rate down. Yeah, and just kind of get a minute to get control of your thoughts again. Yeah, and and begin to start speaking positive things mm-hmm. over yourself. Start speaking mm-hmm. truth to yourself. That's and good. then if you're able in a moment to go take a walk, if you can mm-hmm. get out in nature, yeah. if it's a walk through your neighborhood, yeah. I like to go on prayer walks mm-hmm. where I just kind of talk to God about what's going on. And, and just that activity and that exercise in your body will also help naturally calm you down. Yeah, that's are good. And so these are things that you can do. Yeah. Don't avoid it. Mm-hmm. Don't try to shove it down or ignore it. Because it's there and it's a real thing. And yeah. so when you face it, you can begin to heal from it and get out of that prison cell that mm-hmm. that you've been in, yep. that fear, and walk in freedom.
0: Yes. And yes. you
2: have to face it.
0: You have to face you gotta it. You got to do it. Name it and then claim it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Name it and claim it. Yep. Yes. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dealing with that fear, because that will, fear is what will... You know, layer by layer, build yeah. those prison walls. That's right. If we don't deal with them, so good. I love it, the breathing and getting out in nature and gosh, walking, changing your environment for right. a moment. Like, yeah.
1: just that's an important one. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: change your environment. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Gosh,
2: we could talk about this all day. Oh we my could goodness, keep going. we could
0: <laughs> <laughs> on and on and We're on. There a lot I
2: wanted to just haven't said yet.
0: Yeah. But- well, we'll keep talking about fear because everyone deals with fear. Like. We've all dealt with fear, all different kinds of fears. We will all continue to deal with fear because, again, it's the enemy's favorite tool. He's going right. to use it over and over and over and over and over. And so we just have to keep practicing how we're going to deal with that fear. How soon, how quickly will we identify it? And when will we dig deep into that what the real true underlying fear is? So That's right. all good stuff. Awesome. Next week, we have a guest who will come and share her story about fear. She had paralyzing fear and I love, I, this is my favorite part. She's now on the other side of that. She's yes. walking in freedom of it. So we're going to hear more about her story. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that or just kind of keep everyone in suspense? <laughs> That's always fun. You must come back next you week. You got come back. Anyway, so I'm super excited about that. So if you are dealing with fear or just want to get prepared to deal with some future fear or know someone that's in that category, be sure to join us next week as we interview our guest. It's going to be fun. And also, don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode, um, especially next week. (laughs) <laughs> it's always fun to hear testimony it is you know, people to overcome right because and i'm always like testimonies are um, like prophecy into other people's lives yeah. you know when somebody hears a story of freedom or overcoming or whatever it is that is just speaking life to someone else so i love when people can share their story and their testimonies so it will be a powerful one next week so well friends It's time. (laughs) It's time to rise up, Warrior, and step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.